Hello. Welcome to the Anything Bowl Where Anything Goes. My name is Miguel, and today, today's a joyous day. I'm joined by my best buddy on the fucking planet. Mr. Coca-Cola himself, Matthew Fernandez. How are you all doing today? <laughs> are you laughing that hard? Mr. Coca-Cola are himself. Are you dying that much? Jesus Christ. What? Yes, man. That was funny, okay? Mr. Coca-Cola. Hey, man, some, some, I had to change your some, contact name. That's pretty some good. Some might say I'm even a comedian, you know? Uh, I don't know who would say that. I, I get. I listen. I'm a. I'm a. I'm like a silent listen, fart. I'm listening. I'm like a silent fart. It's not funny at the time. Oh boy. But then when it Once creeps you get up, a whiff. you know it's different. <laughs> you be you coughing go. and wheezing and shit. <laughs> How you doing? Uh, I'm okay. We uh we went out. We got ourselves a new comforter for the bed. And, you know we needed a comforter. We got our little fake nice pretty little Christmas tree from Walmart. Surprisingly, pretty good for ninety bucks. Uh. Work was okay. Had an early shift, but for the most part, it, it's been raining again all day. It, it's the the whole forecast for the week has been crap. Yeah. So it's just been raining bullshit. So it's it, it work's been dead. Uh, I had a very easy day. Had a lot of coverage, and uh, surprisingly, it is seven thirty on Saturday. And Matt's favorite phrase of mine. I've been up since four thirty. But not since four thirty. Uh, I'm not tired. But the minute that this podcast ends, I'll be going to sleep. How you doing? I'm all right. I've also been up since four thirty. And the ironic part is, oh fuck yeah! I, I don't have to be until later tomorrow, so probably just gonna have some brewskis with the boys on some Modern Warfare Two A. Don't tell me, block. I'm jealous. Maybe I'll hop on for. It depends on how long this takes. Maybe I'll hop on for a game or two. But um, today's been good though. I've um, in in the matter of two days, I've incited a bunch of violence. Hanged out with my sister, oh, of course, and um, and just been having a good time. Um, and. <laughs> I've incited I've violence. Incited violence. I've yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic shit, you know. That's my boy Matt. He loves I causing get problems. Into details, but I'd be inciting violence. I'd be. I'm gonna be running terror on the streets soon with my shit. Soon, just be prepared. I don't know if that's a flex. Uh, uh, I'm not sure if that's. I mean, like I said, remember the mirror quote we talked about. I've been looking at myself in the mirror. Como se dice sexy, you know. You're gonna hate the camera work on that one. Uh so, Luckily for you, I don't look at your camera. I only look at my own. <laughs> Como se dice you know who sexy? else was in the camera? The neck man. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Wide Neck himself. Oh, fucking Wide Neck. Mr. Wide Neck is back in the news somehow. Florida man. Story of the day. <laughs> wide Neck back in jail. On to the next mugshot. BMZ has the shittiest fucking headline. <laughs> they still think it's like 2009. All right. Why is his neck so wide? Uh, genetic predisposition. Ah, uh, okay. Makes yeah. sense. So his real name is Charles Dion McDowell. So apparently, he was, the first time he was arrested was in Pensacola, Florida, uh, this past Tuesday, actually, um, which is interesting to say the least. Um, but funny enough, that's where the first mugshot came from, as you could see, which is in 2018. Now, yeah. <laughs> Homie looks the same. He's just missing the wife beard. Yeah, I don't know why this one says twenty. Well, you gotta go. Oh, this the newest one. Yeah, at the top there. Yeah, it's it's. He's just in a jumpsuit, you know. But apparently, he was captured in, um, I believe, Alabama. Yeah, Lee County, Alabama, for eluding law, reckless driving, driving with a revoked license, improper lane usage, and a second degree possession of marijuana. So, um. I guess homie never learned his lesson. <laughs> and yes, there was another necky mugshot. You know what's really funny? People made so many shirts out of this man, made no fucking money off of it uh, whatsoever. No, it's, it's, it's funny. No, not at all. Well, I mean, yeah. And What's his eyeball doing? I'm more concerned about that. 
think he's having a stroke. <laughs> That's not That's good. Not good at all. He you literally. But right after this mugshot came out, look at him for a second. Like, he's so chill, bro. No, I don't he's want so to. chill. He's so chill. He's like, ah, I guess. All right, uh, fine. You got, uh, you okay. got me. Okay. Whatever. Whatever. Fine. <laughs> Do you remember when him and uh, when Wide Neck and Long Neck that was like the crossover of the century? You hop on Banger Buddy. And they're that like, was some, that was some next level NPC shit. I ain't gonna lie. It was both funny between as fuck. him, that fucking skinny kid, and then there was like this really fat dude too. That was long. No, neck. but there was a really fat dude too. They all did a like I don't remember his name, but but the whole joke with him and the fat dude, the skinny guy, was like, the, well, I mean, that was the joke. And then I remember I saw the video with him. <laughs> <laughs> so like all the top comments would be like, damn, Saints Row character um, design really be crazy these days, huh? People would be taking it way Disgusting. too far. <laughs> Disgusting. I mean, you got to think about it. They all look like character selections, and it's just like their their customization slides are like a mess. You got different yeah. sliders going different oh, ways. Shit. You're like, what happens if you I put this slider all the way up to the right? Oh, like, shit. Wide neck. Literally just extra strength, widened neck. Fucking skinny guy. Probably like the only thing he has is like 10 luck for getting that famous on TikTok or something, you know? But um, no, I respect the grind, though. You always have to dial it back. You got to throw the rock and hide your hand. You know, um, whatever, dude. Honestly, though, speak. There's no transition. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three trailer dude, has released. Listen, man, all of these trailers that just came out a couple days ago, fucking wild. I, I feel like we say this every year because it's the same thing. Where like around December, you get a bunch of trailers for the summer movie season or like the teasers. I feel like we say it every year, but this year, man. First of all, they're all sequels to like known IPs, so there's that. Second, top tier. Oh, for sure, dude. Even though all the trailers don't look good, I'm still here for oh, it. Of course. I mean, listen, let's start with Gal- uh, Guardians. I mean, honestly, me and me are very interesting because we don't have the same. This this is probably a top 10 Marvel movie for me, for, for which is you. I think it's like, what, like a top 25-ish, top 20-ish movie? What do you, are, are we talking like hype for volume three I'm just, or like I'm just Guardians, about Guardians in general? In general. No, no, no. I'll, I'll say like. I think on my rankings, like Guardians Volume One is very high. I think it's top ten or top fifteen. Mm-hmm. But Volume Two is definitely near like my bottom five. Which I don't blame you because I think as time has passed on, I think it's definitely not my favorite either. Um, because I think because the first one just you know what it is. I think the first one just did such a good establishment of the characters and then built them up into something yeah. like into heroes, and just took the anti-hero trope and ran with it. Whereas I feel like with Volume Two. Also, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it in the past, God knows how many years, I think 2018. I mean, it's been out for like six get, years. Uh, get over it. But I, I'll just say that, <laughs> <laughs> that um, I don't know. I, I kind of I understood why the dad had to be there and everything. Um, I did kind of find it. A, it's, I feel like in some sort of way, you can kind of tell even early on in the movie that the dad killed his mom or like basically made that happen. Yeah, you definitely get the villain feeling. Got, he, I like already, that's, that's not something that he shied away yeah, from. Yeah, I, I felt right away. Like, it was like, yeah, this guy seems a little too suspicious. Like, there's a little too made, much. Like, oh, he's, he's also made, like a, a god? They made wow. the foreshadowing like way too obvious. So, like, I get it. Here's yeah. the part I'll backtrack and say. People always say, oh, well, it's for kids. I'm like, okay, but it doesn't mean it can't be a good fucking story. I hate when people say that exactly, shit. Exactly, man. Timmy and I were just talking about SpongeBob, yeah. man. SpongeBob's got all these little innuendos about boobs and things. Doesn't matter if it's a kids show. Do something Get it, for the right? Adults. SpongeBob, SpongeBob. Get with it. What? No. You're right. I didn't even think of that one. SpongeBob. 
quick, easy, to the point. Uh, Guardians 3, I think from a story perspective, I, I, I really... So, the thing is, right, there was... The Guardians showing up in Infinity War and Endgame was such a big deal, and it felt like something that needed to happen, but it felt organic at the same time. Like, you knew they were going to cross over because of how big of a, an impact Guardians made on people. Yeah. And when they actually crossed over, it felt awesome. I mean, if you take a step back, at some point it's disconnected because it's like the, the viewer is the one that's creating these relationships in their head because they want them to be there versus it entirely being organic. No, for sure. Just from them showing up. Yeah. And I, I mean, regardless, like, like the parts where, what is it? Like Peter Quill runs into Iron Man and that whole, everything that happens on, a, on Titan. You? Top tier. <laughs> I'm you. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, Why is Gamora? I am Groot. <laughs> that was a good exchange. <clears throat> oh my God. You know, speaking of that, did you watch the, uh, the Guardians holiday special? Nah, but I heard good things about it though. You got to watch it, dude. It's 44 minutes of just like nonchalant. It's basically an excuse to like see something new with the Guardians, but buff CG Groot, you know, because when he was an adult, originally he was a super thin, skinny, tall tree man. Now he looks like a weird fucking tree bodybuilder (laughs) and it's hilarious because he's like, his face looks like a baby, but his body's like, "Mm." I kind of like how they're going with this run on joke of uh, Groot kind of being like. Essentially going through like a puberty stage, like an innuendo type joke, yeah. which is funny. Yeah. So, no, dude, you gotta I'll, watch. I'll it's to pretty check good it out for sure. Speaking of checking shit out, but, uh, um, I'm checking out. Of, I'm checking uh, out of the fucking theaters because I don't want to see another fucking Transformers movie. I'm so excited for another Transformers uh, movie. No. Honestly, right? So, so first of all, I've been a Transformers fan since I was like really little, right? I think the the one of the biggest like Christmas memories I have is right before my parents got divorced and we were living in a. Uh, in Rockaway, in those apartments right next to like a right next to Morris Hills, <laughs> we uh, we lived in like a like the upstairs of one of these apartments, and uh, there was this one day for Christmas, like we woke up, and I don't, I don't remember the names of all the shows, but I remember like in two thousand four and five, the current version of Transformers cartoons were like Transformers Energon, and then Transformers Cybertron, just like seasons of shows, and then they basically reboot it and you go on to the next one. But each show would have the same characters with these new Transformer designs, so new toys. On Christmas, I woke up, and our whole banister was just, like, lined with brand new fucking Transformers in these gigantic boxes. Absurdly expensive, I'm sure. But, like, that kind of stupid nostalgia. I love those Transformers so much, I still have a couple of them. So when the Bay movies came out, even as they progressively got really, really bad, I was still there day one. I still own them all on Blu-ray. And even though this trailer, to be honest, the CG looks horrible, <laughs> I will be there day one. God, God. I mean, listen. Like, they've ruined the designs yeah. of these guys. Like, did you see Bumblebee? The, uh, the, like, the soft reboot from a few hey, years so ago? Let's backtrack a second. So, no, no, no. Okay, but I'll okay, get to okay. that in a second. So, uh, first of all, I think... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm so no, no, excited. No, 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 no. I, we'll, we'll back around to it. I'm just going to say that, I mean... Uh, for me, it's always been like what I saw the first three movies. Um, I think the last one, I think Top the last tier. one I saw was Dark Side of the Moon. Um, and the and best then, one, well, yeah, I that was pretty fun. I like the early Transformers movies. Um, but I do agree. The, the, I mean, for me, it's just more so the stories got rough, but I think the designs actually, yeah. I mean, I'll have to disagree with you on the design thing. I think they got a lot better, at least in my opinion. I could understand though, because you're a bit more hardcore into it for me. Take it from someone so, who's like, yeah, but just you know. I always just like the way that they yeah. look and shit. And, uh, you know, I think people always knock Bay for explosions, but I'm like, nah, that shit makes it better. That's the <laughs> only reason you watch this shit. Nah, see. But, um, 
No, but continue. The thing is, it's not even that I think the designs are necessarily bad. It's right. So, so when Bay, because I I know too much about this shit. When Bay went to go make the movies, they were like, oh, because you know, there's there's the generation one, like the original one from the '80s, where there's the Transformers, the movie. That is the original design of all of them. That original run of cartoons. When they went to go make this movie, when they started to make the movie in like 2006, they went to Michael Bay and they were like, hey, so let's just do these, but like make them live action, make them look real. And he was like, nobody's going to fucking do that. <laughs> Why would people want to see a cartoon like that? No, man. Let's make it about boobs and sex. Let's make Optimus this giant truck. Let's do Dude, everything. Fucking, and so they did that. What's her face, wasn't it? I, it's right? been so long. Megan, Megan Fox. Fox. Oops. Before she started dating MGK, and that's a oh whole... Oh, God, dude. Yeah. So, you had the first one, right? First one, very good. The CG's looking a little dated now, because it's been like 15, 20 years, but it looks pretty good. The second one, uh, Revenge of the Fallen, uh, story-wise, I think is the weakest of them all. It's f- super cool, you know, until you get like the weird robot with testicles joke on the, the Great Pyramids, course, but... you know. Still, you know, classic, still good. Classic, classic. Uh, you got... Number three is Dark Side of the Moon. Top tier. It's to be honest, it's the best one. A lot of a lot of weird military shit in there as like the world falls apart, but it's mm-hmm. okay. Uh, you get to Mark Wahlberg the reboot in Age of Extinction number four. I think that one's pretty good. Optimus gets this cool redesign, whatever. Uh, number five is the Last Night, and it is. I know that you say you never seen it. You don't need to. It is literally an incoherent movie where. None of the story beforehand matters, but you still have a bunch of the same characters and the same voice actors. And then Bumblebee becomes, I think he's like the Nazi killer. Shit. And Mark Wahlberg hooks up with a woman who's 20 years younger I mean, than him. Typical. I mean, that's Mark Wahlberg. That's not even him. Yeah, no, no, it makes sense. You know. But then there's a thing that nobody pays attention to. And it's, uh, there was like a, so- it was supposed to be a continuation of it, but it winds up being a soft reboot in Bumblebee. It's like the, a solo movie, Haley Steinfeld, John Cena, his like first acting role as a villain, whatever. In I think it was 2016, 2017, and it's in this soft reboot where they give like Optimus and all the Transformers their Gen One design, but in live action, and they all look perfect. Like as a super fan, even though Optimus is only in it for like two minutes, top tier. They could have made the entire series looking like that, and people would have loved it. The problem that I have with this new trailer is that the CG looks bad, uh... and instead of keeping those designs of the Gen One. It's they tweaked them just a little bit I mean, when they had no reason it's to. It's not as bad as the Beast Wars CG from uh, 96. No, no. <laughs> but dude, that first moment when like, like Optimus is sitting there talking to the monkey and homie, like his arm transforms and you could see that he's like not completely blended into the shot. He's like a 3D model without the finished textures and the lighting. I have to really watch it like a bit. The thing is too, I'm going to be honest, my eye isn't trained like that. A lot of, because I look at it on the macro where you look at it on the micro. Where like I, yeah. I just see it as a general viewer, and honestly, I think and that's you know, fine. the more I'm kind of so here's coming up now. I mean, I'm on my end, and yeah, I can kind of see what you mean. Like everything, like yeah, it has. It, it looks like I homies think, standing. It, he looks like a CG character in front of a green screen that doesn't make any sense like, to me. It seems like they have the movement. I think they have that down very well, and the transform. I mean, listen, yeah, I'll say the transformations look good, but it amazing. But it's it's um what's the word i'm not an expert in cg or vfx but i'm just gonna say what i see no neither am i um where i think the geometry and the way that they shift is amazing but i think i see what you mean like the definition and the clarity just feels a bit blurred out um so i can kind of see like again like how that could kind of be an issue 
especially in terms of making yeah. it look dated. But I mean, like Timmy and I sat down and we, we kinda, like rewinded the it, shot. It kind of does like just look like the same CG from a couple years ago. But then to be fair, I mean, no matter what, man, I know people have their gripes with it. Ooh, actually, this is kind of yeah. a rough shot too. Or this big fucking, <laughs> never mind. Actually, it's, there's certain shots I'm like, okay. And it's not bad. Certain shots look it's really not bad. Good. It's like a good quality for like the past, let's say like, I don't know, like five years. Let's just say. But you kind of look at it. Yeah, it, it all feels about But I mean, the same. to be fair, I mean, CG is a whole other conversation, especially today when you consider the fact that even the Marvel movie CG is very fucking rough. A lot of a lot yeah. of well, I mean, it's also like blockbuster movie CG is rough because the process is so yeah, expedited. But that's a days. whole other conversation. No, of course, that's like crunch and too much content and too high expectations. But it not enough development. But then it time. also just goes back and relates to well, the Nets probably. Well, again, like I think you know Michael Bay is directing this one too. Obviously, yeah. Uh, no, he's not who's directing this one. He's a producer, but he's not direct. Oh, uh, I don't remember who's mm, directing. Interesting. Uh um. Directed by Stephen Capel I've Jr. I've never heard of him, but neither have I. But it has the dude from uh, In the Heights and uh, Hamilton, Anthony Ramos, which sucks. You know, his first movie is gonna bomb. <laughs> nobody's gonna go see this. Nah, thing. it's gonna be I like think... it's gonna be a weekend of like people like you and me who are like kind of fans or super fans, and then that'll be it. Because people are tired of Transformers. I think, yeah, I agree. That's all because of Michael Bay. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, it just goes to show, man, like there's certain series that just aren't going to last. And um, just to go on the side tangent, I think even, listen, I know people have his opinion, have their opinions about him, but even Quentin Tarantino kind of said the same thing recently. How, uh, no, no, and I'm not going to make the roller coaster comment, but because <laughs> I think <laughs> every fucking film buff and their mothers made it. Listen, I will always say this about any major blockbuster movies, whatever the fuck with action, MCU, whatever. It's just fun. Stop being a dickhead and saying exactly. Just, stop, stop worrying if about people it. People like the universe. That's what matters. Like you know, you mm-hmm. yeah. It is copy and paste. But again, I, people always forget. Like certain se- the reason series and everything are remade is because people love the characters. Okay, it's a carbon cut co- a copy of the uh, story. Let's just say. Oh, here we go. Mm-hmm. Fucking Optimus Prime going against the Decepticons again. But, oh, he's oh, going to no, give them the best give speech him, in the, the fucking world. Fucking <laughs> yeah. But you know what? <laughs> but some of the best movies out of those... That was a good burp, dude. It's going to sound job. great. Yeah, if you're listening on, if you're listening on radio <laughs> speakers, uh, yeah, it's going to sound like some rumble. But um, no, I think... Uh, <laughs> also, me track. Um, I think that... Uh, you know, it's 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 definitely a fun time to see characters develop, and you see that a lot, and especially a lot of great friends. I mean, that's the reason. Again, I'm I'm just using MCO as like a cross platform here, but I mean, again, I haven't I haven't seen yeah. enough Transformers to say, you know. But if if you if you that's feel okay. that way, then that could be possible too. But judging from what you've told, wait until the summertime, dude. You're gonna watch all of them. We'll, we'll watch them. We'll <laughs> rank them. Gonna it's happen. gonna happen. <laughs> Uh, damn right you you already, already know man know. i already know i'm so su- i'm excited all right let's talk about the old man who with the whip in the hat that can't stop whipping things oh, with the his guy hat. that hates his star wars job indiana jones and the dial of destiny official trailer just came <laughs> out and um i gotta say i'm, I'm honestly excited, kick-ass oh, title yeah, dude kick-ass totally fucking, fucking title. 80s <laughs> the dial of destiny dude, I'm, I'm, I'm excited i mean listen it dude I, I gotta be honest with you what I've never seen an Indiana Jones never? movie. Never? Ooh. 
time. So we got to nope. trade on this now. Yeah, you got to see. All right, that's fine. Indiana Bring it movies. on. They're fucking, fucking phenomenal. Well, I'll say this. I mean, um, Crystal Skull is kind of like, I think that just stands as the weakest one as always. But, you know, you can't. Raiders of the Lost Ark, all those classic ones, you can't fucking knock them. They're great. Um, Crystal Skull just suffered for um, lack of uh, story reasons, essentially. But um, yeah. Uh, I mean, from what I heard, Harrison was really excited to get back into this role. So I, I do. In, I, he seems like he's having a good time. Because it's a role that he actually likes doing. I feel like a lot. Instead of being Han Solo please, again. Like, please just kill it off. <laughs> Plus, he's wanted to do different movies for a long time. And I mean, if you even yeah. see the Disney Expo speech, like he was pretty emotional because it's, it's a character he's close with. So I, I, I'm going to expect nothing but good stuff from this. And I mean, again, judging, My fingers judging from the trailer, I think it's going to be very good. Um, yeah. I mean, allegedly, there's been. I a- could already see, too, it's going to be going back on a lot of old tropes with the movie, but that's perfectly fine. And, yeah, of you course. Know, you'd expect as Nazis much. and things. Yeah, so. Well, that and even like. You see a nah, song, dude, song, a- like a, a scene with the boulder, the rolling boulder move shit. You always have like that. Oh, in yeah, movies. of course. It, because now it's, it's all about the nostalgia. You know, you got to pull on the strings of memories, and then that's how you make your money. But then it makes you question, like, how much. Where are the new ideas? Yeah, like, how much. How long is Hollywood going to go in this direction? I mean, again. Until we stop watching. I mean, basically. Until then, they're just going to juice it Transformers out. Transformers will be the start of that. I think all of this <laughs> will be. But no, no, no. But I mean, like, even yeah. with, like, but again, like, there's a tasteful way to do it. And I think just judging based off of what I see here, I think as long as they play to the fact that Harrison's in a different place than he was, like, I mean, in, I guess in this case, like, 10 years ago, you know, 10, 12, 15 yeah. years ago. That's all that matters oh, to shit, me. Did you see that? That was another problem with Crystal Skull, too, is like, they try to basically make it where he it's like nothing ever changed but it's like nah like the fact that harrison's older or a lot of the characters are older you can play on the fact that yeah like we're older now and like this is our perspectives now and it's how we see things and the way of doing it and the bad way of doing it is just fucking horrendous so do you see the story that's right next to it i don't john williams and maybe harrison ford to retire film after indiana jones 5 i mean i don't blame him i mean john williams one of the go-to composers of like pretty much every fucking hundred percent paramount universal movie god uh, i don't blame him i think he's because his most famous themes that's probably like i think he said in an interview one time that like sometimes when you reach your apex you just gotta know it and that's fine because you made your contribution. Yeah. He's done fucking fantastic. I mean, he's been doing this for 50 years, right? 50, 60? Yeah, something about that, yeah. Good for him. I'm sure he's made his bag and then some. The amount of time. Like a good example. You know, he gets paid every time. Um, uh, what should we call it? Universal plays a loop of his uh, themes at the parks. Like a fuck. Like a good. Pure, like. Do you know how many times a day that shit plays? Probably over like a hundred thousand. So the royalty's fucking. He made his family's going to be rich forever. Williams made a bag off of his genius. Williams made the bag. Speaking of bags, you think that you think we'll be a oh shit? I got no transition. What are you saying? (laughs) Do you think we'll be a? What is it? You think you think in like ten years, ten fifteen years, we'll start seeing headlines and things being like John Williams' son. Bonnie B. Williams loses entire fortune due to coke addiction. First of all, that's a pretty fucking funny name. <laughs> that's, that's a pretty great name. Bonnie B. Williams. Bonnie, Bonnie B. Williams. 
Bonnie B. <laughs> they call me Triple they call B. Me triple B because I spend hey, all my billions. Triple B because I like boobs. Bonnie B. Uh, <laughs> Bonnie B. Billions waste billions, <laughs> billions of dollars of billions. <laughs> Bonnie B. Billions waste billions on boobs. Body slam. Did a little fucking on that shit too. Okay, tell me about Neuralink, please, because I started to watch like a The Verge's. You know, where they take like a like a live stream and they cut it down. I started to watch Dumbass, it and I couldn't but handle you didn't it. Even fucking watch it. No, I'm just kidding. Nope. <laughs> All right. So um Neuralink, for people who don't know, um, is a essentially neurological uh slash robotics company that essentially owned hey, by Elon Musk, but headed by I believe his name is DJ CEO. I believe his name is. Uh yeah, DJ CEO. Oh, sounds sorry, like a very real yeah, name, right? <laughs> No, I'm sorry. He's the vice president, uh, <laughs> but he makes a lot of executive decisions with Elon. And um, basically, this past, I, was it this past weekend? I'm actually not too sure of the date, but essentially, yep, it was this past. Oh yeah, I think it yeah, was, uh, it was yeah, over the weekend. Week, over this past weekend, um, Elon and DJ showcased essentially a monkey controlling a computer with its brain from an implant technology that they put inside the monkey's brain to move the cursor. That's totally not scary. Well, it's not, it's a little scary, but it's also something that's been in practice for a while cuz all you're doing is just yeah. showcasing that. Well, I mean cuz if you go back in little bit in history, it was just that was just a plain Jane experiment that just used to go to show like it proved that brains operate off of electrical charges. And that's essentially what they're doing with the implant. It's just a chip that they put in the brain. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds even weird saying Jesus Christ. But Musk said, Yeah, it's one thing for it to be a movie. It's another thing for us to be like, Oh, yeah, they did it to a monkey over the weekend. But Musk just says, goes on to say that it's more of a show and tell situation, which of course makes, because yeah. he just wants to show that, hey, like we're working on this and we have a we have a basic working prototype yeah. that's been that it's well possible and everything. Yeah. So, I mean, and what Musk interestingly pushes a lot is the fact that like, you don't just need to know about biology. They really need, like, um, supposedly uh, people who work on, like, modern-day smart technology. Because, I mean, it's kind of true when you think about it. Because at the end of the day, I mean, I'm sure, uh, you know, in terms of AI and controlling the chip, yeah. of course you need people that are understanding of biology and brain function and neurologists. Yeah, but and, you also need, but you need... Because people are expecting these brain chips to basically be your phone in your head. So you need someone who's, like, ears to the pavement. Exactly. When it comes to some kind of smart, modern consumer technology. Uh, you yeah. know, if you're going to make a chip in your head and you're like, oh, look, it runs Windows 11. People are going to be Boring. like, what the fuck? <laughs> 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 um, interestingly enough, the too. The best headline. Monkey learns how to use Windows 11 with his brain. <laughs> you mean, that's not the only thing they did. <laughs> actually, interesting that you mentioned that. They actually also tested them playing Pong last year on their implants as well. Of course they did. But that's like. <laughs> Again, but that was like. That was tested like a decade prior too. So it's, I yeah. guess the point is, is just to show that again, that they have basis and under, more so understanding the, the, of how that shit Exactly, works. that the groundwork so, is there. Yeah, so. Um, they're not at stage one. They're at stage like four or five. That just scares the fuck out of me because, you know, I mean, I think it's yeah. just that weird like middle ground period in life where it's like, this is probably how like the old like boomers and stuff looked at smartphones, like where it's like, fuck. You mean to tell me a computer that you put in your pocket? It's gonna ruin society. It's gonna and be now in we're your looking brain. We're like it's gonna be in your fucking brain. I mean, it's more than possible. I mean, listen, it's listen. entirely possible. It's just moving towards a way. I've got twofold here. I've got like, you know, you're 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 thinking boomer talk. I'm thinking like, how far are we from Skynet? 
Like you put a chip in my brain, and then all of a sudden, like, oh shit, Terminator. Hundred percent. Uh, but number two, I don't know about you, man. I love consumer tech so much, and I'm here for like AR and VR, and I will. I'm not going to be a first adopter because I don't have that kind of yeah, income. Man. But I will. I will buy the new shit. I will have fun with the new shit. I will test it. I will talk about it. I will, whatever. There is no part of me right now that wants anything to do with somebody putting a chip in my fucking I don't brain. Think anybody's ready for that? I don't, I don't think anybody is. It's gonna get to that like point. Not even, not even in concept. I mean, it's definitely. I mean, the way you have to look at it too, it's gonna be in our generation. I don't think you can. But yeah, one hundred percent. It's just the law. Uh, I forget the name of the law, but it's 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 some law that states that the fa- the the more advanced technology becomes, the faster rapid acceleration of discovery becomes. One hundred percent. So in that instance, yeah. it's like it's not far. It's uh, right now, like it's like actually, there's there's charts online too that show the same thing. Like from like eighteen hundred onward, let's just say the spikes just started going up and up and up and up and up, and up until eventually, shits at sky peak at like twenty <laughs> like this year twenty twenty two, and it's just gonna get mm. fucking crazier from here. It's gonna be even worse. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I. I mean, like I would much rather. I don't know from from a technological perspective. I don't know about you, but I would much rather have like AR. I'd rather get to the point of like AR glasses or like contacts that have like a HUD that can display right in front of you like you know ar and then have i don't you've never used those gestures like with your apple watch where you can like move fingers and do certain things on the watch i'd rather get to that point where you have ar and i can put like things on my fingers and you know like flick and move things around and then that controls everything instead of a screen i'd rather do that and have that kind of like muscle connectivity rather than having something in my brain um i mean it's not hard to deny that that'll probably be a precursor to it i think that's more than plausible I, I yeah. mean, you look at all the smart technology that's coming out now. I mean, if you have patents on smart glasses coming out now, I mean, that's just the next logical step. I think the problem with smart watches and like the people say that smart watches is the closest thing to a biomet like a biometric technology that you can get, which is, I mean, true yeah. in the most basic sense. I could see it. It's just the more advanced. Um, I mean, if you really want to be blunt about it, it's really just an advanced heart rate monitor, you know? I mean, in layman's yeah. terms, and most uneducated, uneducated way of explaining it. But, you know, I mean, that's just one piece of data that they're adding. They added O2 sensors last year, or the past two years, I'm sorry. Um, and that's, I think that's the name of the game that really is going to be happening. It's like what you said. It's going to be like a, including like AR technology and having it interactive with your, with your muscle conductivity. It's the hodgepodge and it's of everything. eventually just going to culminate into... Essentially, when you think about it, it's like research. I mean, I'm just speaking out of my ass. I'm not actually... No, but, no. It, what you're but saying yeah, makes sense. But the progression of it just seems like the most logical in my head. Because, again, I think um, I think someone said like a really good quote. But they, it's like uh, the key thing to introducing new technology or new anything is you have to provide some forms of familiarity. So if, you, if they, let's just say, <laughs> fucking must drops a fucking commercial version of this implant next week... Anyway, I mean, you might have a couple people. Yeah, you'll have all our favorite tech YouTubers being like, man, I got the Musk chip in my brain. Here, here's here's five win. pros and five cons. So right off the bat, you could see <laughs> <laughs> fucking Marquez speech. Right off the bat, you could see that. Blah, 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 blah. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I was, <laughs> that was fucking too laughing. fucking accurate. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. Oh, God. But I think let's, let's, you know uh, what, man? All of this talk about a chip in your brain, and we don't even have a fucking folding iPhone. 
I know. You know, we, you and I have been sitting here talking about foldables in like three different iterations of a podcast for like three or four years, and yet there is no, there is no folding iPhone. Just, We're talking about chips and brains to play Pong before there's a fucking folding iPhone. I just iPhone. don't see the potential of folding phones. I it's been dying for me. Hate I hate you. I don't, I'm, I'm I want to be. This. I want uh, right, to be wrong. I want to be wrong. Okay, the, fine. You're wrong. Move on. Stupid. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Fucking ridiculous. Let's move to music reviews. What is your, music uh, reviews. Your music review of the week, please. Please tell me. Uh, boom. Um. Did you fucking do Vince Staples again? No. Did I actually? Fuck. I think I did. Oh well. It's fucking annoying. <laughs> I won't talk about that one, though. Uh, I'll just talk about this one. <laughs> Heroes and Villains by Metro <laughs> Boomer just came out this past weekend. I'm, oh, yeah. It's the one that everyone's I mean, talking about. It's only about. been two days, but I fucking love it. Um, I think... This man don't miss. I think for me as a producer, it inspires me because, you know, this is basically what I'm trying to do. Ha, ha, ha. The next month. Um, Channel Zero. Zero. <laughs> um, but no, I, I love this, man. I think it's... Um, I think it's... Honestly, like the way DJ Khaled should do his albums because he's fucking shit at making producer <laughs> albums. Metro Boomin is like the one of the best producers out there, in my opinion. If if of this decade, in my opinion, that's a bit of a stretch, but I mean, you gotta think about it. A man's produced everybody, and most of the top hits that have been out there between him and Southside and all the other major producers, like he's just the most consistent, you know. So I think um, there's a couple good tracks off of this. Dabba dabba dabby. I'll give you the rundown. Superhero, the self-titled Too Many Nights, Don Tolliver. It's like this fucking like droning fucking bass with like um, a lot of heavy synthesizer, but like it's Don Tolliver's all over this album. Tra- I mean, you got your typicals, right? Like Future, Travis, Twenty One, uh, you know, Young Thug, The Weeknd. Oh, The Weeknd song's fantastic. I'll get to that in a second. But Too Many Nights, John Legend. What the fuck? <laughs> that was good. That was a good intro. I was not expecting to hear John Legend like that, but he was good, man. Um, yeah, so like I said, Too Many Nights, produced by Honorable, Honorable C-Note, which if anybody knows his production style, it's very like, it's just very like synthy. Like, I don't know, it's like, it's just like almost like Rage Beat type stuff, you know? Um, it's very electric and eclectic. Um, Trance, dude. Okay, so this song's cool too, because it's like, I don't know who the fuck listens to trance music. I had to Google trance music. And it's the weirdest shit. It's like very atmospheric, but it has like the main thing is it's like a driving bass and kick. And that's the whole point. Puts you in a trance. This man made a trance beat into a hip hop beat. And I've <laughs> never like I'm jealous because I've never heard patterns like before in terms of drums. Fucking fantastic. And the last one I'll talk about is Creepin' because I think that's the one that most people are talking about. Now Creepin' by Technicality is actually a sample. Um, the Weeknd just kind of covers the you know, covers the chorus that way. But it, with I think I think with a couple of lyrics changed up. But man. It's just different, man. I think it just shows that one just shows his versatility. And I think that's just kind of like he's setting a bar for like what producer albums should be. You should just be serving like versatility and with your artists, but you should also like have your own vision at this. The man was literally fucking being a director. <laughs> Isn't that kind of the job of a producer? Yeah, but not a lot of people understand that because I think a lot of people just think, mm. you know, people think that producers like, oh, he's the beep boop man. He sits behind the computer, he presses button, call it a- Mr. Beep boop, he presses buttons, turns the dials. And that's, 
And look at me, now I got and, a number one. And it's way more than that. It's like, hey, like we should put this hook over here, the chorus here, this and that. Actually, you know, I'm going to be the artist. I don't even want that shit there. So take that shit out, you know, like let the music sit here, like this and that. Like a lot of people don't yeah. produce that way. A lot of times, that's why, mm-hmm. tangent, this is why I hate the market sometimes because it's like that's what happens. They just throw the beat out there as a producer and then you just hope that fucking someone lands on it. And that's great and all, and I've been there, and I've been in and out of that phase a lot, but it's like at the same time, it's like if you're not trying to actively pair your beat with an artist, then it's like, you're just making beats, bro. But, no, Metro, <laughs> Metro, Metro, I trust you on Metro, so he won't kill me. I might have fucked that up, but oh well. That was uh, gay. Good review. Okay. Now, let's talk about your shitty music of the year. Replay 2022. For those uh, who... Wait, Matt. No, hold on. One to oh, ten. Oh, I'm sorry. For Metro Boomin's album, I give it... Right now, as it stands, eight yeah. out of ten. Eight Very out of ten? generous this week. It might... All right. Might change. All right, all right, all right. Now, for those who don't have Spotify wrapped, we're better than you, and we have Replay 2022. We are better than I you. I might bring mine Listen, up, too, man. actually, now thinking about it. I probably should do that. Do it, yeah. dude. Only, well, I I, look at, the only reason I bring up my replay 2022 is because I don't have an album for the week. I looked over some stuff, and it's really like a bunch of my favorite artists put out singles, but none of like the albums of the week interested me, or like none of them stuck out enough for me to be like, oh, fi- uh, fine, fine. You know what? I am expected all of these, to be honest. There's not... You, had, you played Smells Like Teen Spirit that many fucking times. That's crazy. So my whole thing is, right... Do you you were explaining uh, wrapped or uh, we don't have Spotify rap, so instead we have replay and replay is something that Apple Music basically does. It's the exact same thing, but for Apple Music, but I think it's been around for like three years, and it's really cool because they keep your analytics, so you can go and find your replay from like as long as Apple Music's been around. Alpha dog. Oh and my god, dude, this root beer sitting weird. No, 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 no. So basically, yeah. it it's it's. I think it's, to me, it's more aesthetically pleasing, but it's, it's the same exact in-depth thing when it comes to replay. Breaks down your, your minutes and your most played whatever, and then they give you a playlist. And so my, my review for the week is my replay 2022 because I think it's hilarious. Uh, it makes complete sense. You've got... The top 10 is completely full of nothing but Viva Las Vengeance, like basically the good songs in the album. Uh, a bit of Set It Off, Projector, makes sense. Zombified, I don't understand how it's number two. I mean, like... I fell in love with that song in the first couple months of the year, but I didn't think I played it that many times. Uh, higher, higher X Mortis, really like Zombified and Projector. My thing is, I don't, I, I don't jump around, you know this, I don't jump around albums of different artists like on a day-to-day. I really make a couple playlists and I'll stick with them depending on what it is or like a couple albums, especially if they sit like in my recently played or my uh, recently added. I'll just hop onto there because it's more convenient. Yeah. And, uh, you know, of course, I, I have like seven gym playlists, but I made one in the beginning of this year when I was able to start actually getting back to it. And that it's, it's meant to be like the greatest hits of all the gym music that I've listened to over the last couple of years. And that playlist is full of just like random loud set it off and random loud falling in reverse and higher by Eminem and X Mortis. I don't know if you've ever heard the song by uh, ice nine kills. One of my favorite songs of all time. So that's the only reason they're in that top 10. And then you got reckless paradise. Uh, Billy talent is one of those groups that I don't listen to a ton anymore, but I did a lot in high school when they put out an album earlier in the year, which was incredibly fucking disappointing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the couple of songs that I really did mess with belong in my top 10. 
The Reckless Paradise is right up in there. And it's in Dolby, like natively in Dolby, and it sounds pretty good. Jeez Louise guy. Yeah. Where did this guy go? But I mean, you're not, uh, n- nobody's surprised by my, my list. It's, Absolutely it's like, not. I think if anything, I just, uh, you know. <laughs> I, no, no, no. <laughs> it's a lot of like the same I, shit that I've been listening to for a long time. Say, it's not a bad thing. I mean, you know what you like, and that's fine. I think certain music listeners yeah. that are, the fact that you have cash and cash out near your top, like what? This 20. Yeah, that's pretty cash up there. When that came out, out I put that right in the gym playlist. <laughs> nah, I heard. Nah, I ain't heard Only because it. I saw it in like a, a TikTok. TikTok. I saw it in a TikTok. <laughs> I saw it in a TikTok of, a, of Tyler the Creator's verse. And I was like, man, I don't care if the rest of the song sucks. That's pretty good. Dude, the fact. Nah, I ain't heard of that. I hit the beach in a furry hat. She got a man, but she purring back. I'm looking like, where he at? Get out the way. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just- uh, what, I'm, what I am proud of, though. Is that first of all, yes, I did play uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit that often. It was in the workout playlist. And sometimes you're like, man, these drums? All so, right. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going to cut you off real quick. I find it interesting that the more down the list I go, the more obscure it gets. Because I like the fact that your top, you're like, let's say your 100 through 90 is like, don't stop me now. Fall, which makes sense. Country Girl by Luke Bryan. Listen, man. Listen. No, no, and a lot of these songs are on here for very specific and reasons. And I get that because there's like these are like period. I call these like period pieces, bro. No, you, you were no, like, no, but it's mainstream like mainstream like, sucks. Fake love don't last, and you're t- come on, man. I, so listen, <laughs> listen. First of all, don't stop me now. I was working on a cover, and every time I go back to play piano, I I memorize the chords for that song. So that's why it's on there. Country girl, I was trying out for a ah uh, uh, for what is it? For uh, a cover band in the summertime, and this is one of the songs, and then I just wound up really fucking with it. That was a brief period. I remember uh, that. Fake Love Don't Last, the only good song on that album. Uh, mainstream Sellout fucking sucks. The first album was incredibly you know, better. Another one I'll give you is Welcome to Horrorwood. That's actually, I mean, that's not. That whole album, dude. Not, <laughs> listen, I, man. I, listen, the only thing that bothers me is just I find. When theatrics are done in a certain way to be kind of, well, for lack of a better word, cringe. But in this song, I actually thought it worked for the song. It served the purpose of the song. It does, dude. Honestly, like, Welcome to Horrorwood, Hip to be Scared, The Shower Scene, Ex Mortis, that whole, I, there's a joke in one of their songs of being like, oh man, I don't listen, I've never listened to Ice Nine Kills because their early stuff was too seen for me. 100%. Of course. I can't listen to their earlier stuff. It's too much. I, no, Sam, I posted something I was like, eh, uh, I don't want to go back to that. I'm, I'm not like, that geez, sad. man. Uh. One more. At a Mommy with by BB Noss. That's a good fucking song, too. BB No Money is one of my, <laughs> you know, we, we were talking about this a couple weeks ago. He's a, a little little meme rapper, and I could fuck with it. Like Top Gun, another song. His went up <laughs> to f- number 57 of oh mine. Oh, my God, dude. It is stupid. Oh, dude, I fucking love it. You got good variety going. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Thank um, you. I I'm put, trying. I, now, let's talk about yours. I yeah. just saw. Where the fuck did I? I just have my music app. I don't think it's loaded on the. No, it's here. I have it. No, I see it on my computer, but it's not on the. It's on a dock, no? What, what do you mean? I'm confused. No, it's not on the iPad. Oh, okay, okay. So I'm trying to load it. Even though I'm looking right at it. On, I'm looking right at it on the computer. Mine's pretty to be. But I'm trying to bring it up for the beat. All right, let me hold on. Let me hold on. Don't 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 no, surprise no, no, me. Hold on. Let me look at it. Where is it? Out of time by the weekend. Okay. Moscow Mule. Pretty good. Hello. <laughs> <name. laughs> 
I think it's so funny. The funniest part about your replay is just that Jack Harlow is your number one album of the year. Yes. How did you that know happen? Why? Because I played first class too many fucking times. That's probably what. Look at his shit. For it to be of the year? But to be. So it, I'm assuming when it says most album plays, it obviously means the most run through. So in this instance, I, the, the way that I kind of see it, which is interesting because I, I felt like I thought I listened to Dawn FM more than that because Dawn FM is like my favorite album of the year. Um, first class, I mean, I think really boosted it up. And then, but there's just so many good songs in there, man. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It, it is a pretty I good album. I'll do anything to make you so smile, much. bitch. Travel around the world and Was come it, back home and numb down. I have their opinions, but I'm like, dude, like, he. I know some people like say, oh, he's not a good lyricist. I like his lyrics, man. I don't know. His lyrics, they're catchy. Well, some of them are catchy. Some of them are actually like soulful when you listen to them. Like, there's some songs like I'm like, yeah, like okay, like I don't need another chick cut where he's talking about this girl, right? And that's a, that's like some songs. The hey, it's, it's most of the songs of the album, right? So it's, what's hey, Matt? Matt, why is "Glimpse of Us" number twenty four? What are you going through? I was going right, through. A, I was going wrong? through a lot that year, <laughs> or this year in general. <laughs> I don't know. I could, let's just say I could relate to the feeling. <laughs> Jesus. Hours. She said, "Post Malone." Yeah, some posty. It's a lot of, a lot of her loss on here. Yeah, dude. I don't. That shit. I don't. And then the entirety of, the entirety of this, this fucking. Dude, what's his name? We were just talking oh about it. God. Jack Harlow. Jesus. What's his name? It's a ton of Jack, Jack Harlow's yeah, entire album. Weekend, Jack Harlow, some Post Malone, some Denzel uh, Curry, actually. Oh, dude. I, I fucking love this Jay Dilla song. If you ever get a chance to listen to it, it's good. Donut, the Donut of the Heart. Love that song. It's just a. It's a you know who Jay Dilla is, right? Nope. Super Dope Beat. Oh, my God, Miguel. You're terrible. Super Dope You don't know Jay Dilla? Oh, my God. Oh my God! Man. Wake up! <laughs> wake up! <laughs> wake up! But yeah, I mean, my and then plus that. I mean, what I got a little bit of Kendrick here, Baby Keem, some Brent Fight again. Yeah. Like this is mostly shit that I would have expected. I'm just surprised the new the new Brockhampton album made it on here too. Actually, that's kind of interesting as well. That's I mean, wild, but again, man. it. I mean, if I had to boil it down to five artists, it'd be those guys. The weekend. Um. Jack, Drake, Rock, and maybe even some Bad, bad Bunny. Playboy Cardi, Travis, Joji. Uh, maybe some Bad Bunny? He's he's all over here, yeah, too. No, you're right. I wasn't even looking. Maybe some Bad Bunny. Who are you lying I to? Like one song. <laughs> A bunch of Lil Uzi Vert in here. The Weekend, Denzel Curry, Brockhampton, Jack Harlow, The Weekend, Denzel Curry, The Weekend, Post Malone. Ah, I have such good music taste. But you know what? You know, honestly, I really can't judge. Because you go from like, you, you got these five artists that kind of stay on repeat in there. And then if you look at mine, it's like Panic Eminem, Panic Eminem, some Fallout Boy, Panic Eminem, Panic Eminem, the Panic Eminem. <laughs> Why? <laughs> so it's the exact that same like thing. A drug. Panic. You want a Panic Eminem? Gives you panic attacks. That is that not just a Xanax? Moving forward, let's talk about Christmas. <laughs> that was a good wrap. To, oh yeah, let's get to the main topic rap, in the last couple let's, minutes of let's the episode. Spotify wrap this Apple Music replay. And replay sure. some <laughs> Christmas movies. <laughs> I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Christmas movies, right? You know, everybody's got a favorite. I think. I mean, first of all, we. we uh, I'm surprised that this idea made it onto the dock because I know this was an idea that we like threw around last week. <sighs> I was, but then just but then like, you know what? 
TNT and TBS, they be throwing that shit up this week because you know how it be. They really do. So, 25 days of Christmas, man. Thinking. Happy got December. Thinking. I think. Oh, bro. Speaking of Christmas, no, I'm no, sorry. No, I got to. I got to. Because you'll what? appreciate this. Uh, Timmy bought me a, uh, a Keurig K Cup uh, advent calendar. Oh, my God, dude. And it's just like Christmas flavors dude, and listen. shit. Listen. No, no, no. See, you would think it'd be nothing but Christmas flavors, but it's not. It's like, it's just a bunch of different flavors. Some of them are festive, some of them aren't. Matt, do you know what the K-Cup was for this what? morning? Donut shop. Dude, I... <laughs> red that's Velvet. The one, that's the one that they... Oh, wait, Red Velvet. Red Velvet. Red Velvet Donut sounds Shop. Sounds good. Sounds really good. When I tell you, I took it out. First of all, I looked at it, I was like, damn, that's festive. All right, you got me. Because the first two <laughs> days was like... Regular, it was like white chocolate, whatever, and like hazelnut something. Like, all right, you know what? Still something different. I got to this K cup, man. Uh, what? Don't use what the hell? Oh no! Did my video stop? Fuck! Oh, dude, come on! What is he doing? No, it didn't. No, my computer just went. Do you want to switch to (laughs) using your phone as your audio device? No, I don't. I I haven't touched the phone. Anyway, sorry. Oh my god, I hate that. I hate that so much. It, it was like, oh man, let me reset after 30 minutes. Uh, do you want to do this? Let me just ruin your recording. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> Obnoxious. Uh, so anyway, shit. I opened it up this morning. I was like, damn man, that looks festive. And I pick it up. Matt, it's the heaviest cake cup I ever felt yeah, in my life. Beefy. It feels like it's they took beefy. the beans and then they just threw some fucking cake in they there. They did. And you're like, damn. They usually do. And then you, it's all- bro, and then I made the cup of coffee. What color was the red. coffee? It was fucking oh red. God. I, I gotta tell you, man. It's nothing like coffee, but one of the best kinds of coffee I've ever had in my life. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> what you were saying about oh Christmas movies. God. Well, no, because the donut shop ones, like, they basically put like the sugar and the creamer in there already. It's really fucking good. Yeah. Um, Delicious. <sighs> Making me want coffee. Ugh. It's 8 o'clock. Matt, it's like 8 o'clock. I know. <laughs> um, Christmas movies. I think some of the best ones are obviously the most classics. I think my... I'll give you my top three. All right, all right. I'll start, but it's it, this one's actually in consequential order. That's how I feel about them. Number three. Okay. Gotta be Polar Express. Come on now. That shit's classic. Top tier, even though it kind of looks like a demon movie. Fuck. Dude. <laughs> Every time. Okay. So a couple things about that movie. One. Okay. Just phenomenal story. Just fucking classic. I just love Tom Hanks and that shit. I think everyone loves that movie because of Tom Hanks. Two, I don't give a fuck if it's on the record. Um, this kid on the on the train. If you haven't seen the movie, okay, get with the program. But there's a kid on the train that pisses the shit out of the main kid. I forget his name, <laughs> but he's a fucking nerd. It's the meme where you fucking nerd. Where, <laughs> oh, the kid with the glasses. When hey, he's what you around. doing? <laughs> hey, what you doing? Yeah, that sounds like that. <laughs> so every time I see this kid, I, I think of a kid that we went to high school with. I, I always do. Mm, the one at that Lizzo concert? Yeah, the dumbass one. <laughs> 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 fucking, Horrible. fucking idiot. He deserves to get bullied by Lizzo. The thing is, though. <laughs> mm. Man, I'm going to spit this rubber all over my fucking microphone. I mean, it's true. But every uh, time I saw okay, that kid, so- I just, I just, oh, and that's what made me laugh. <laughs> it's not his, the way that he looks; it's who you. Well, I mean, I guess that's kind of part of it, right? 
So number and okay, all right, all right. Number two or no, sorry, number three. I can't count. Bing bong. That was the shittiest fucking Christmas present a kid could ever get. A fucking bell, really, from Santa Claus. <laughs> Matt, what's your number two, man? Oh like, come on. I can't believe Santa would fucking do that. No, you got no, no one, Xbox You want to think a Christmas bell? No, he's like, here's one for my dear. I'm like, okay. What is this, a fucking charity gift? Be like, bro, I... What? Like I, I told you what? I want, I, I was on your lap the other day, Santa. I told you I wanted a 360. <laughs> what the fuck is this bell? <laughs> uh, Express. I saw, I saw memes like when there was like it was like a brief period for like, um, Polar Express memes, and that was one of them. Where it was like, oh yeah, it's like what the fuck is this? It's like you fucking kidding. <laughs> it'd be, it would just like have him open the box and then just be him like it like. Photoshopped his face crying because he got a fucking box of cereal <laughs> that had it. Well, it was the box of cereal was inside an Xbox 360 box. Pause. Oh, Jeez. <laughs> so, uh, God. Bad Second memes. movie, please. Enough with the Polar Express. <laughs> Number two. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I see. I always forget the name. Oh, my God. Uh, number two for me is Kindergarten Cop. Fucking amazing. Kindergarten Cop, yeah, really? Dude. It's not technically a Christmas movie, but to me it is because there's Christmas time in it. But every time, that's but every fair. time that's I fair. see it, it's always on. But then that's how our friendship started too. Fucking put the cookie yeah, down, Arnold. Uh, Arnold impersonations. <laughs> Isn't that Jingle All the Way? Oh, is that what it is? Fuck, because that's a Christmas. See, movie. the only reason why is because I always see it on TBS or TNT. But it might be Jingle All the Way. I don't remember. Hold on, let's to Google. To Google, on, Arnold. Jingle. I think it's Jingle all the way. I think I, I always think that that's funny. You know, that's one of the things that we never talk about is uh, our whole friendship began in a music theory class of us sitting with a bunch of It is of, Jingle all the way. Holy shit, like, you're right. Okay, then that's what it... Yelling Arnold I don't know why I always mix it up with uh, Kindergarten Cop. I don't know why. But anyway... Well, because we weren't we weren't quoting Jingle All the Way, we were just quoting random Arnold shit. All so we were pulling from time. Kindergarten Cop, and exa- exactly, we weren't like, "Oh man, I love Jingle All the Way." You remember this part? Remember, we were just like ah, helicopter. Rem- <laughs> <laughs> remember when <laughs> our band teacher, uh, Mr. Savko? So we like when when we oh, had yeah. like when we had the- like music theory after we did our music theory finals, he would just like a like a bunch of fucking dogs. Who he left home with the lights on and AC on. He would put the fucking mm. he, he would put on jingle all the way. And we would just sit there and watch <laughs> and just fucking go, wow. for like 90 minutes oh until God, we went I to forgot. the next block. And he's just sitting there. You, you back know, there, so, he probably with like a cup of coffee or a fucking cup of vodka. Who the fuck knows, honestly? Who knows? <laughs> uh, do you, but, honestly, so the the thing is, right, so first of all, he's never gonna no. listen to this. So I I, I don't feel bad about Hell name no. dropping. Uh the thing about Mr. Sopko was for, for context, he was our music teacher. He was a high school band director and, and teacher for 30, 40 years in the same school. Yeah. And where he, you know, when he started, you could say whatever and get away with that, whatever. And then up until like 2015, 2016, he was continuing to just say whatever and do whatever and get away with it because they were like, we can't fire you. We're, we're just going to deal. So he was. He is the reason why. Quotes of his, he is man. the reason why. Oh. Like. He's inspired a lot of our sense I'm, of humor. I'm just going to say this, and I don't believe in this, but just hear me out. 
I was watching this Tom Segura skit before we were watching. Uh, oh no! <laughs> before we were getting into this podcast, and he made a very good point. Now that you bring up Mr. Sapko and the way he said shit, Mr. Sapko and and Tom Segura both have the same ideology that not all disabilities are funny, but some of them are. <laughs> so, Dude, so I, he would be. I, I, I can't remember all the quotes of his man, but I will never forget. Sitting in in like advanced band or whatever the class was, and I'm pretty sure I messed up a note. And he and he just like he stopped everything and he pointed at me with his fucking baton and be like, "Are you on medication?" And you're like, "What?" He's like, "Well, <laughs> you might want to think about it." And you're like, you're like "I'm 15. What are you talking about?" I remember, about? dude. He used to say that shit to everybody. He basically just made mentally disabled jokes of people. He did. He I, did. I think and I then- remember one time. Nick was playing like a Nick. Uh, God, God bless this kid. Nick Bermudez was his name. Great, Great fucking kid. kid. Great guy. He, he played tuba in our band. Fucking a one. So <laughs> every marching band. That's another topic we need to talk oh, about for one day. Sure. One day, I I don't remember what it was, but he basically was just playing a complete utter. Like you know, how sometimes when you read sheet music. And it was like, you went mm. like a line down extra. So then you'd be playing a completely different yep. measure. 100%. So when everyone is like, <laughs> when everyone's like, like at rest, you're just I... like, the warm, warm. So then, so Sapko was like, stop, stop, stop. Bermudez, <laughs> what's the matter with you? Listen, he, there's even, a, he wasn't even talking he, to him. He just stopped and he'd look at his... He, he says... He says he, and he just he's like, like, Bermuda! Do you... He, I always remember this shit. <laughs> I can't even get it out. He was like, he's like, Bermudez, has anyone ever told you the idea of Prozac? <laughs> just, <laughs> he says, because you need to relax and wait for your turn. You were not playing. <laughs> oh my god! I remember fucking Parth was dying. We were all dying, but oh my god, crying. dude! He said, Honestly, Have you ever heard of the idea of Prozac? <laughs> so I, I got, I got two little oh things. God. All right. Wow. First of all, God bless this kid, Nick. There's never going to be a time where I, I will never be able to forget this. The time that we were playing nationals for marching band, and I think the final set was the low brass, the, the, the four of us were in a line, and we had to, like, what is it? We jazz ran from the left side, like, easily 10, 15 yards. Jazz ran from left, the left side to the right yeah, side. A- stop on a dime. I think we had to march left, like, 10, 10 paces, and then be in a diagonal. Bro, that shit sucked because we you jazz had ran. to jazz run, like, 5, 10, 15 fucking yards. And on a dude, it was and on wild. a muddy day, you had to make a left hand turn and do a fucking like. Well, I think it was like you snap I'm pretty sure it was like a one by eight or whatever the smallest one we had. Something it was like, like that, and dude. then you had to go like dude, super and then, small steps. Like, bro, how the fuck do you? hundred percent. No, but dude, see, the thing is, it was nationals, and we were doing that exact last set, final set, and Nick stepped. His knee popped out of his socket. Oh, yeah, I remember. He took the yeah, tuba yeah, yeah. and he smashed that shit back in and he finished. <laughs> oh, and I remember the local in the middle of the set, in the middle of the nationals, we're all looking at each other like, what oh, the fuck happened. did he just do? How did he just do that? Homie was always wearing knee braces. And of course, on the last one, he goes, boop, boop. Fuck it. <laughs> I think someone made a joke. Uh, someone made two. a joke saying that it was like uh that like when the fucking when you die in Lego Star Wars, like <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh no, the studs the are everywhere. Stud. Uh, 
So, number two, uh, uh, Matt, you got to be brutally honest with me right now because I already know my answer. Wait, what? Uh, for two for. I'm going to ask oh. you a question and you got to be brutally honest because I know oh, my okay. answer and it All sucks. Right. If I put a clarinet in front of you right now, can you read sheet music correctly? Yes. Actually, I, listen, I'll say that confidently. I can. Really? No, 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 no. I'm not talking like it's, it's one thing to be able to read sheet music. It's another thing to be able to read sheet music and apply it based on the finger placements of your instrument. Yeah, I can still do it. I still remember. You could still do that? I mean, to be fair, that was the only instrument I played for like four or five years. Yeah, that was it. Like the yeah, one I was like actually kind of decent at. <laughs> like, but you you could sight. If I gave you some sheet music right now, you think you could sight yeah. read it? Because you got to realize something. That's no, why. Because I'll tell you why. Because you got to think. Listen, you play bass clarinet, right? So I did. What's one thing that the bass clarinet and the clarinet have in common? The same as finger. a fucking recorder. If you played recorder in third grade, oh, that's right. <laughs> I played a recorder oh and I God. played that. So it was literally the same fucking shit, the same fingerings. Yeah, no, I, you, I didn't. I brought up the idea you, of joining marching if band. You and, know how to play? Was like Mary had a little lamb on fucking recorder. You could play clarinet. <laughs> that's what I'll fucking say. Basically, so, no. Nah, I mean, it's it's yeah. I got to sophomore year. He was like, "You need to learn how to read bass clef, and here's this new <laughs> instrument." I was like, "What?" Yeah, I remember that shit. <laughs> Miguel, we don't have bass clarinet, but here you go. A euphonium. Well, no, you were a uh, baritone trumpet, but still. The yeah, same thing. I don't know. It sounds, I did, people, people anyway, so, so what is your number one Christmas, music, Christmas, Christmas movie? Christmas movie. My number one Christmas movie of all time. I don't think it's any guess. It's Elf. It's is it Elf? Elf? It's oh, everyone's favorite fucking movie, <laughs> Elf. That was easy. Bro, because Elf, to me, Elf just gives me stepbrother vibes, like with fucking... Duh, that's, yeah, that's all 100%. it is. That's like the best, like Will Ferrell era, you know, with him and um, yeah, right before he got too old. <laughs> I mean, he's in a golden prime age if he does certain things. Like he's a legacy comedian to me. But him and yes. um, oh yes. my god, what the fuck was like him? Like again, him and John C. Riley were in that like era of like that like those like late two thousand movies where it was just like mm. you know, just complete and utter it. Stupidity, stupidity, stupid. And it shit. literally just translated, <laughs> and that's literally all I got from. It's like if you made Elf, it's just a Christmas movie version of Step Brothers, which is my favorite movie of all time. Or sorry, my favorite. Yeah, no, that's my favorite movie of all time. I can't deny it. Ex- explains a oh, lot yeah, of my yeah, comedy yeah. choices. Hundred percent. You like guacamole? <laughs> <laughs> so I think for oh uh, shit. Right for me, it's it's. There's a handful of Christmas movies I like, but I think I'm definitely more like the. Uh, the Christmas TV show episode kind of guy. Like a lot of the, the sitcom Christmas episodes, like How I Met Your Mother, Friends, or whatever. Boring. No, I'm just kidding. But then there, there's a cut. Like in terms of Christmas movies, I mean, for me, it's nothing but cliches. It's like Nightmare Before Christmas deserves to be on there. Elf deserves to be on there. Uh, Timmy and I got uh, Last Christmas, Timmy and I just kind of watched a, It's a Wonderful Life on repeat because she fell asleep. Yeah. And, you know, on Christmas Day on, on every channel, it's the only thing playing. Yes. Uh, Honestly, not not a not a movie, kind of a short form series. Uh, Hawkeye is a pretty stellar Christmas watch. Six episodes as an MCU property is really good as a Christmas thing. It's pretty homey. Yeah. So, so I gotta recommend that one mm-hmm. a lot. Uh, I don't know, man. For me, Christmas is always more about the music. So in terms of Christmas movies, like I, I'm totally down to sit down and watch like Jingle All the Way and whatever, but. 
I'm not that guy that's going to be like, oh, yeah, you know, 24 days of Christmas, 24 movies I got to watch. Here we go. But you know what? I'll say this much. I think the music will always have a charming quality to it. But, like, yeah, the movies just have, like, no pun intended, but just, like, such a character to them. Like, I feel like a lot of... Cri- oh, wow. Well, yeah. Well, it's like... <laughs> I just... I will say, I mean, you got to think about it. Probably the most diverse out of any movie genre... Christmas, you could technically consider because you got to think about it, right? Christmas movies is the same way that I look at hip hop music. Now, give me a second. What? So, hip hop music nowadays, you hear it, right? A lot of people put rock in there, a lot of people put dance music in there, a lot of people put it's kind of like that. The main template is the hip hop, but the versatility of the genre is what provides it with its uniqueness and new characters. And I look at it the same way with yeah. Christmas movies. Okay, again, go back to my examples. Like, you can go all the way. It's literally Terminator being a, well, kindergarten teacher, essentially. Um, yes. You have And Elf. then also like a weird superhero Elf with a jetpack. an adult man with mental disability who lives in this Like... You know, I'm singing. I'm singing in a store. I'm in the bathroom. I'm singing. <laughs> I really can't stay. I'm singing. I'm singing. I'm singing. Where do you want me to go? I don't care where you go. You're not my son. Get out of my life. No. <laughs> Sad boy hours. Didn't that actor die a couple years back? Who, uh, oh, that guy? Yeah. No, he died this year. I was this year? Oh, shit. Yeah, I forgot his name, though. <laughs> I also don't remember yeah. his name. Oh, poor guy. He was good, Horrible. though. He was good. He was good. But I oh, guess well. that's my point with... Uh, Christmas movies. Yeah, it's, it's diversity. Diversity in, in all these things. It's not necessarily all of them are just following one cliche. It's you got a template laid out and you can just kind of fit whatever in there as you please. And most of the time it works out. So, you know, but, um, but yeah, ladies and gentlemen, Christmas movies. Uh, I'm going to be definitely, Christmas I'm definitely movies, be bro. It out. Oh, how could I forget? Bonus pick, Christmas story. You don't watch a 24 hour Christmas story. Oh, whatever. Listen, you don't watch that shit. By the way, this is the last thing I'll say. That fucking, whoever's idea at HBO was to put on the Christmas story, Christmas story, the fucking adult version. I want to fucking strangle you. Go fuck yourself. All right. <laughs> let's close this bitch off. Uh, if you want right, to follow right, us, right, follow right, the right. at Anything Bull Pod on Instagram. We are on all socials, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, you name it. Uh, we're also on YouTube. Did I say YouTube? I said we got videos as well. YouTube. We, we got, got a visuals. visuals. There's we a visual version. Here. We got audio versions. It. Miguel does great with the visuals. I do good with audio sometimes. Um, top tier, top tier, so long as I don't record it Remember, crappily. don't forget the name. <laughs> Anything Bowl 3.0 coming in January. It's going to be a it's fun coming. time. You know, we're going to be doing. We'll allude to it more. Uh, what, what, what's the timeline? How many more episodes we got until the end Probably of the year? Like two more now. Because now we're getting there. We got, I think, what is this, 35, 36, 37. That's yeah, it, dude. End of the year, I mean, close it out. You got two more snacks, two more yeah, mains. Boy. We're going to talk about collecting. We'll tell you the story of tech theory. We're going to talk about the Anything Bowl LLC. These next two weeks will probably just be a big retrospective on the year. And you'll kind of learn about. Basically. It's kind of like when those stories start with the ending and then you kind of like go back and retell the story. It's what we're going to be. So. Um, oh, yeah, because we, we didn't come back until August. So we got a whole half of the year to kind of retrospective basically on, and then just like look to the future but until then uh make sure you listen to the last couple episodes uh what is it episode 34 we talked about christmas music 
and Christmas Keeping culture. Theme now, because now we're just doing like a whole holiday. Yeah, yeah. Thing. we got holiday episodes. We uh, talked about crypto in our last that's snack right. time. If you don't know what snack time is, oh yeah, and our check fun, us. fun thoughts on. Well, Dogecoin. I want snack time to pop off a bit more because I feel like I'm trying to educate the audience, but I'm gonna just start doing it in the episodes <laughs> too. Snack time is like a snack. You know when you have your lunch and it's 30 minutes. Snack time is 15 minutes. <laughs> so exactly that's why we call it snack time it's a little short pop it it's just one topic just go check it out this last that's episode right. we talked Simpler. about crypto and how we tried to fuck up the market on dogecoin it was the greatest scam of all yeah, time and it didn't work we almost made it out uh-huh. uh good stories all right nah, not uh, really well i did <laughs> well no we both i mean i listen okay we made some money not enough but we made some money don't embarrass us you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> matt you got you have to be transparent for your taxes you know we made little to no Man, money. fuck Uncle Sam. If I start making money off this podcast this year, <laughs> he can't have shit. All right. Yeah, okay. All right. Uh, All right. Happy Monday. Enjoy your drive Good. to work. Uh, and we'll see you Friday for Good snack time. Good night to time. you, you, and fuck Uncle Sam. Good night. What? <laughs> <laughs>